Guys, we're going to talk a lot about Full Swing for the first segment. So if you don't want to listen or you haven't seen Full Swing, skip to the second segment, watch it, come back. They pipe that the wrong way. I'll call the clubhouse. We'll book in another 18 for tomorrow. Okay, they cheated on that. They fucked their balls. Yeah, no better time for the breakfast ball than now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode one. Two five. Oh, you got to come up with an athlete. Somebody I already tried. Uh, one Byron Buxton today. One, uh, one Mark McGuire. One Barry Bonds. Oh, uh, one really? Alexander Madison. Yes. Yeah. A Matt's twenty five. He was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Did now he's he three though. No, no. What, what number is he now? Two. Yeah, he's like two. Number or two. two. Yeah. 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 Two. I love two. him. He's gonna. He's gone though. Yeah. He can't it, keep him around. He's got him or Cook. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, football seat. I mean. We got a long ways to go before football uh, season. I know. We got the not draft's lo- coming up soon, though. We got not a long ways to go until golf season. I'll tell you Ooh. what. Um, episode one twenty five. We're here. Trevor's in the house. I am here as Trevor well. Trevor showed up early. I did not. I've been having kitchen issues. <laughs> uh, we go all in depth uh, in the kitchen issues on YBR. You bet your radio. Um, today, Tyler, we're here to talk about. Um, we're here to talk about full swing. The Netflix doc, the eight-part series, mm-hmm. which we're going to get into. We both finished it. Have you finished it, Trevor? I finished it the first day it came out. <laughs> well, of course, you don't work. No, I worked it's... that night. I still finished it, though. I mean, you could get up at 9 a.m. and have a full day before you go to work. I did. But you choose to get up at noon, which kind of you know cuts down on... No, I got up at 9.30 and watched, started in there, had six episodes done, and then I finished the last two at night. Okay, so... Two things uh, have come out of Trevor's new lifestyle since starting the podcast. Number one, he's getting up earlier. Yes, and that's good for a little you. bit. And number two, he's drinking caffeine now. Yeah, yep. we've Wait. broken you. Yep. Wait, Wait, welcome. How many have you been on three episodes and we've <laughs> no. already broken you and started a lifelong addiction to caffeine? You're welcome. welcome I already had a caffeine addiction. It just resurgence. It's going back now. We're just helping you get off the Diet Coke kick and now onto the energy drink kick. That's not better. Next is nicotine. <laughs> nope. No, that's one I will never do. That's what you say now. You said you'd never drink an energy drink. What's, <laughs> that, what's right next to your true, chair? Tyler. That is true. Um, water. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So before we get into full swing, Tyler, I want to talk about Sim League. It's championship week. Yeah, we didn't do a Sim League update last week. It was semifinals. Ryan's team versus my team. Alternating shot. Ryan and Miles take early lead. Jack and We're I. We're playing Payne's Valley front nine. So we've told you this before. The, t- the, the higher seed gets to pick the rule. The other team gets to pick the course. Which yes. You thought Payne's Valley front nine was your home course, Tyler. Well, I picked it for Jack because he said he plays it all the time. Okay. Um, which he does. I know he actually does. And I was like, well, I don't know what, what we can do to our advantage here. And I picked the front nine because it gave you one less one less uh, or gave us one more advantage over okay. you. That's smart by you. Um, so we did the front nine and you guys take an early lead. You're up like two or three. Then Jack and I start coming back. We're down one on like hole six or something. And it is a short par three over a bunch of water. Alternating shot. Jack goes in the drink. I'm like, all right, fuck. Now I got to save it. I go in the drink. And from there it was over. I think you guys won by six. That could not, that could not, have worked out any better for us when I because Jack was not hitting his irons or his wedges good at all mm-hmm. um, and this like you said it was uh, what's the uh, piece of what's the term for a piece of land that is surrounded on three sides by water peninsula it was a peninsula yeah. green yep um, and it was a buck 34 I naturally stuck one on the green 
Um, and then Jack comes up and I'm like, this is fucking perfect because this is where we take a massive lead right here. I was this close to telling Jack, I was like, just aim way to the left. I don't care where it just goes, just get out. it dry. You know what you should have done? You should have been like, um, hey, Ryan and Miles, I'll take a one stroke penalty if I get to tee off on this hole. That would have helped. We would have saved us three strokes on that. We just still ended he up went losing. in the water. I know. I did I know. go. I, I hit it super fat because I'm like, well, I'm going to try and <laughs> shove one close just to get the one. And the problem is, um, spoilers, our new clubs are in, and I don't know my distances yet. So I, uh, and, and that's that you have to, you got to figure, we all have to figure that out. Right. It's a big mm-hmm. factor right. in yes. this. And I don't know. I have all sorts of clubs that I've never even had before. Well, so. which, which are, which are what? What didn't you have before? Uh, I, I have an eight iron now. I have a pitching wedge now, and I have a gap wedge now. Which the <laughs> P wedge and gap wedge are very important clubs. Yeah, you all yeah. know by now that 150 yards and in is probably the most important distance you can be playing. Right, and I I don't disagree, but I just I got to learn these distances. So I grab a gap wedge, and in my head, like I don't think this is enough. But I hit the pitching wedge a couple holes ago, and I know that's too much. So I I tried to murder a gap wedge and I hit it fatter than shit and it went like 80 yards right into the middle of the water. Yeah. So after that, it was all over. So it is Ryan and Miles versus Jaden Blair. Jade, you've seen him in some videos. He's the Pete Davidson looking motherfucker um, in the finals. And it is me versus Jake for third and fourth. Yep. Which I knew that Jaden Blair have been a dark horse all season. Yeah. Their record did not reflect um, how like how good of a pairing they are. Well, yeah, they had the second best running total for the season. So if yeah, you look they were at like that, the, they should be in the final. What were they, the three seed? Four seed? They were the three seed, yeah. Okay. They were the three seed, and I knew that this was going to... I knew that they were going to make a run eventually. Now, we've beaten them before. Miles and I had like our best week ever. Mm-hmm. Bounce back week after playing Jake and Noah, after losing to Jake and Noah, uh, bounced back and smoked them. Yep. So now, going into the championship... Um, like we did in semifinals, we're both playing at the same time. So it's not like we play around, they know our score, and then they play around, they're around, vice versa. We're both playing at the same time, which I think it creates a whole different atmosphere um, during your round. Because oh, it's yeah. not like, it's not, it's not really super chill anymore. It's not like me and Miles just trying to play a really good round. It's like, all right, well, the team we're playing against is also right there. Mm-hmm. And you know mm-hmm. live who's winning. Correct. Uh, which increases the nerves mm-hmm. and maybe mm-hmm. makes you second guess club selection, all that kind of stuff. So I think for us, so Jade is playing as a 15 handicap, yes, which is going to get dropped eventually. Uh, his partner Blair is playing at a 26 handicap, which is, if anything, maybe a little. Well, actually, no, it's probably perfect for him. Now. Probably perfect. At the beginning of the season, I would have said that it's too low for him, but he's gotten a lot better. Yeah. So 26 is probably accurate for Blair. Yeah, I'm playing at a nine. Miles is playing at a 14. So naturally for the rule, we have to go combined total because mm-hmm. it doesn't give Jade a chance to take over the round and use all of his shots as he, we wouldn't scramble or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So we got to go combined total. We have to get Blair's score to matter and during I, this championship. I think, I think Blair shines bright when the pressure's on. Well, I, I, but, but, I think but, he's the one you got to worry about, to be honest. But, no, no, no. But also, he is playing against he's playing against Miles and I when we're playing right there with him. Which I he think hasn't, he, he hasn't done that yet. That will work against Jade, I think. I don't think Blair gives a shit who he's playing in front of. <laughs> you might be right. 
You might be right. I think I think Jade is going to try and get into a long drive competition, <laughs> yeah. which on the simulator does uh, not matter. No, it doesn't. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm just going to try and hit fairways, whether it's 270, whether it's 250 or 300. I'm just going to try and hit fairways because I know he's going to want to try and get into a long drive competition, and I'm not going to fall for that. Don't let him bait you. But I mean, this new driver that I'm hitting Tyler <laughs> has been 300 plus in the sim. I, okay, I get it. It's in the sim, but damn near every shot, 300 yeah. plus. Same. I'm not 300. I'm 280 to three. I'll hit a couple well over three that are downhill, yeah. but like on a flat lie, I'm 280 to three every time. And it feels great if I hit it good. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. It's like yeah. new clubs. You just, you still got to hit them good. Yep. Um, but also we have that built-in excuse uh, now. I So I've had this excuse now going for like, what, two years now. Uh, last summer was my first summer with my new sticks. Mm -hmm. This summer is going to be the first summer with my new sticks. So I now, again, I have the excuse of like, I'm just trying to figure these clubs out. Yeah. Also, Ryan, are you trying to sell your old ones? We got listeners. Start haggling. And um, I was going to open it up to the listeners because I think someone would really enjoy this set of clubs. I mean, it, they're phenomenal. Don't mm -hmm. get me wrong. But now I have better ones. And I have a couple people who are also interested mm. within within our circle um, that I want to give them the first crack at it. Okay. Um, so stay tuned. If no one wants them, listeners, I'm sure Ryan will open it up to you. And I say that now when it's probably just going to be like, I'm probably just going to give them to my dad. Yeah. So fair enough. Uh, that's probably what's going to happen. He'll have a nice set of clubs. He, he doesn't golf play. either. He's going to have his first set of clubs. are going to be super nice. No, but he watched the entire, I'm pretty sure he watched the entire Genesis Invitational this really? last weekend. Um, and I think he now has the itch. Nice. So, um, yeah, he could swing away. I'm going to give him, I'll probably give him, a, I, I probably won't even sell him, honestly. I'll just give him to him. That's a good present. He's bought me enough shit in my life to where I can just <laughs> give these clubs to him and be like, have fun with them. Here Birthday you go, gift. Pops. Yeah. Father's Day gift. Wait for it. Hey, Dad, a lot of good shots <laughs> left in those clubs for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it's big week. We got uh, Sim Championship. We've now come to the end. Um, and I hope we do another one. I hope we do a summer one. What my plan is moving forward is because I think every not everyone that was in this league is going to want to play in the next league. Mm -hmm. And I still felt like six teams wasn't enough. We are going to do an individual league next time let's fucking Ooh. go dude so individual league will start probably in april that's and, massive and it is going to be the exact same format except you are playing by yourself versus one other rather than a team versus another team so it you, is okay hmm. uh, we have to look at because you're talking about dropping my handicap from a nine to seven. <laughs> we gotta we have to look at these previous rounds yeah and see if i'm actually it, worthy of dropping down to a seven because I don't think I am. Also, new clubs plays a huge factor into my handicap right now. I'm yep. probably more so playing at a 10, 11 versus a nine. I just want you to know that pretty much everyone's getting dropped down and you're getting dropped down probably the least. But but the lower you get, the mm -hmm. more like if you drop from a five to a four, that's a that's more significant than let, let's say a 26 to a 20. No, it's not. That's not, actually not almost a, the same percent decrease. Yeah, but not in the not in the way we're doing handicaps. It's just one less stroke. Yeah. You guys under, understand what I'm saying. 
Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Okay. You're a one a one stroke it. difference at four to five is a lot less forgiveness than a one stroke difference. Yeah. At when you're talking about no, but when you're yeah. talking about the actual stroke allowance it gives you, it doesn't do shit. It's just yeah. one more hole, you, one less hole you get a bump on. I think what I'm trying to say is like a five to a four is like not like it's not that much different in how well you're playing. Like a twenty six to a twenty, like That's you a have a lot more room for improvement being a 26 and dropping than you do from a five to a four. Yeah, but in yeah. the grand scheme of things, it's not going to change too much for you. He's just scared because now we're doing singles and he's going to lose. He needs okay, an excuse. No, I'm actually super down <laughs> for the singles. Um, however, that eliminates some of the games that you can play. Yes. It eliminates. So scramble and scramble. alternating shot are going to be gone. But then, but then, I mean, we still have, we have skins. We have, I mean, you can throw on match play. Yep. yep. Uh, which is no carryover, correct? Mm -hmm. uh, we can still play, I mean, combined Regular total. Stroke. Combined yep. total is a stroke play. Okay. Mm -hmm. Three options. I'm down for that. That's going to be sweet. Yeah, I think it, I think it'll be fun. And if you can play with you, I, I would like all of the opponents to play with each other. Yeah. Because that was one mm. of the reasons, too, that I didn't make the teams play against each other because coordinating four people to get together at the same time is tough. But you can do two. So, yeah. like, if we're playing each other, I would like for us to play at the same time. 100%. Yeah. I mean, there's no cheating Let's go, involved. dude. When yeah. is this happening? Yeah. April. What, what month? It's almost March. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so, sweet. the reason I had this league end before March is because we've got Miles' bachelor party. Then we got a round of bellied up recordings. Then we have Miles' wedding, and then Miles has gone for two weeks on his honeymoon. So March is Jesus. pretty much. March we, is we'd gone. have never been able to do league because we'd be gone for a week. Miles is gone for three, and it would have been a nightmare to do. So is Tra is Trevor allowed to play? I personally, Ooh. I'd say yes. Uh, you've got to ask Miles. It's his his office. <laughs> That's true. Um, you also but, work evenings, which is usually when we when we go well, for rounds. What day? Well, you have to, you gotta you get, I could get a day off. You I get, could find a day You get off. seven days to complete your round. I could do that. I or can make just, it happen. Or we meet you at Sweet Shots, meet you in the sim downstairs. We can do it there. Nah, we're not going to do that. No. Um. Okay. Well, I'm Jack, I'm Jack now. I didn't. I thought we were doing two teams, random teams again. Yep. Uh, or two-person random teams. This I, is going to be phenomenal. I just think it'll be way more fun this way. I agree. You get... It's more mm -hmm. competitive. There's more options. There's more things happening and then at the end of the year tournament it's not going to be a three week and done tournament it'll be almost like a <laughs> it'll be a, a 16 man bracket where one through four probably get buys but still this is going to be sick okay props to you tyler thanks Thank for commissioning that mm -hmm. um okay well now nah, that's settled we know what we're doing in april <laughs> full swing full swing Initial get, let, just lay it on me right away because we told you last week we said or i said tyler's gonna have a completely different <laughs> review of the documentary than me because he looks into shit more you probably have listened to a couple podcasts on it i actually haven't uh, so this is just initial thoughts after watching it. this is your own subjective opinion on full swing and it's fresh i finished the final episode last night so, so I, I i think it was really well done there's one miss they they either didn't try or Liv didn't let them in to actually get into Liv events and talk to golfers once they transferred over. Which is interesting because you think Liv would... Which makes me think that they didn't want to or the PGA yeah. wouldn't let them. That's the only thing the whole thing was missing because even if you look at all the golfers that they, they followed that ended up going to Liv, 
You mm-hmm. not, you didn't hear a peep from them the second they after they went over. Full, yep. full swing yep. like from the PGA or is it like full I, swing that's that was thing? my question. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. But like you, if you watch Brooks, the the Brooks episode ends with. Yep. So are you going to go over there? And he just smirks. Yep. And then next episode, Brooke Kepler goes to the live. Mm. And then the Ian Poulter one at the end, yep. he's like, I think I just got to do what's best for my family. And then next episode, Ian Poulter goes to the live. And mm. you never once hear from these yep. guys once they're over there. And they never truly say they're going over there in order yep. to like defend their takes and stuff. Yeah. And I mean, the the most justice they, they did for that was like, Obviously, the majors is not a PGA sanctioned tournament, so the live guys can come over and play in these majors. However, they like they highlighted a couple of the major tournaments that the live guys did come and play in, mm-hmm. but they never mm-hmm. talked to those guys yep. during that tournament. It was Matt Matt Fitzpatrick during the was the PGA Championship or U.S. Open? Yeah, U.S. Open. U.S. Yep. One, yeah, it was that. They highlighted him during yep. that major. Didn't recognize any of the live guys yeah yeah though which makes me think that it was a pga versus live kind of thing like right which i'm fine with but you gotta like a that's my thing yeah i get both sides which or at least show us you put in effort to get the other side seriously a comment of like yeah we tried to talk to ian poulter when he joined the live but yeah whatever like saying that literally just being transparent about that's huge right because i would do that in the news like you report on one thing and you need to get the other side story the other side doesn't want to fucking talk to you you say in your story uh, I tried to reach out to the suspect and the suspect said that they did not want to talk to us. So this is only one side of the story and you just got to make that clear and obvious. Which sucks because I guarantee that these live guys would have talked openly about it. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, obviously like they're going to give Rory. So and apparently like, so Rory is highlighted in, ep- in episode eight, the very yep, last the episode. Final. That was like, that was last minute. He was never supposed to be in this documentary. Oh, really? He had never signed up for it. Um, that's that's what I've heard anyway. And it was last minute to throw him in, do his, you know, highlight him in the episode, and obviously um, get his his side of the story because Rory is now like he's the the BMOC. He's the big yep. man on campus. He's representing the PGA as <laughs> <Nice> like <ride. laughs> what BMOC. That's a Miles acronym. I I did not come I've up with that. that the I did not. BMOC. I like that. I did not come up with that on my own. Yeah, he's the like their like, movement of their, course. He's like their star <laughs> for the PGA. He's like their poser child kind of very and, and the foundation now. Yep. Yep. And with that, <clears throat> I understand why they didn't, but for somebody to get into the player only meeting that they had in Delaware, for someone to be able to get any footage on that meeting and like who was all there from the PGA. I think it was 23 PGA tour guys mm-hmm. would have been electric. Oh yeah. But of course they're not going to put that in there. No, I mean, no. I get it. It's players only. I'm sure there um, was NDAs and shit signed too. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. And That's like, like Greg Norman, I'm sure Greg Norman would have loved to talk in this documentary and who wouldn't want to hear from Greg Norman in the full swing doc. And I think yeah. that didn't happen. The, the documentary better. It doesn't hurt them. No, hundred percent. Yeah. People already have their opinions on live versus PGA. And I think mine has, I think mine has switched a little bit to you're more pro PGA now. I'm more pro PGA from a player standpoint, mm-hmm. maybe not mm-hmm. business operations. Um, not saying I'm with the live business operations either, but <laughs> you look at, the guys that they highlighted in the documentary that went over to live, um, Phil Mickelson being one they didn't highlight, 51-year-old Phil. I mean, he's not doing anything. Yeah, no. Brooks Kepka just mentally fucked up in the head. Well, he was dealing with injuries, he claims, but still. 
masculinity study can't compete. And that left a bad that left a bad taste in my yeah. mouth because the Brooks episode was I think the the one that made the golfer look the worst. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Yep. I would agree. And who who else was highlighted in his episode? Do you know? That was pretty much just Brooks. Okay. Yeah, I can look. I think you're right. There was a yeah. couple that were basically solo golfers. And then a lot of them that were their dual, like the Joel Ew. Damon episode was pretty much just Joel Damon. Yeah. I love that one. That was my favorite one. Uh, sorry, real quick on Brooks. Like, I get it that you're struggling and I get it. Like you went on this massive tear and then just kind of fell off. But like you can get back to that. Yeah. Like, to he, take the easy way out and just be like, oh, fuck, I'm done on the PGA. So I'm just going to go yeah. take this bag from Liv. I'm take like, my guaranteed money and just don't have to work for anything. Yeah, anymore. I, like, I like the disrespect that I have for that, because I was an athlete at one time. I almost mm-hmm. got cut from the baseball team. I didn't I didn't tr- I didn't think about just transferring and being like, fuck these guys. I'm going to go to a different school and mm-hmm. try and do better. No, I fucking worked my ass off, made the starting squad and fucking closed shit out in the ninth inning. Jake, would you like that one? I do like that one. <laughs> Open the year, but, yeah, but no, that's the, and that's that's the only way I can relate to it. So, in thinking about that, I'm like, you just took the easy way out, mm-hmm. and now like you're not even winning on the live tour either. Yeah. Is anybody winning on the live tour? I don't even. Well, I, the four so aces, Dustin fuck. Johnson and his team. They, I mean, they, I think they win every event possible. Yeah. Well, what team's Cam Smith on? That team's got to be winning. He's the yeah. only one that's in the live that's still in the top twenty in world rankings. Well, no, isn't DJ still in there? He just dropped out of oh, 50 really? for the first time in his career. Yeah. It's like Pat Perez is winning every week. With like <laughs> like team wins. Um, but you guys, guys like Phil and Ian Poulter who's 47. Yeah. Like he's not fucking winning anymore. Um, no. Brooks Kepka, who just like, oh, let's mm-hmm. just bail. All right. The, the worst thing about Brooks is he's just so fucking whiny about it. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm fine. I understand slumps, but you just, you, you got to put your nose to the ground and work harder mm-hmm. and not. And he was just, Huh, I'm not playing good. Was he silver spoons fed when he was younger? Probably. Probably. I don't know. I, I'm not going to say one way or the other, but he was just so, everything's going bad for me. And I'm not going to work hard to get out of it. I'm just grumpy because I'm not playing good. It yeah. pissed me off. And I was thankful to get done with that episode because I think the following episode it was Poulter. Yep. Okay. Well, then it was the previous episode from Brooks. Joel Damon. Joel, okay. So let, let's just go from front to finish. JT and Spieth. Loved it. Great episode. Everything Great. I thought it was going to be there. Not Perfect. a single thing in that episode surprised me. They're just yes. exactly what we thought they were. Best man in, in oh JT already, yep. Spieth is. They're, they're playing for 100 bucks a hole in their practice rounds. I love that. And that's a shit that people like us want to see. Yep. Because yes. like in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, do these guys even play casual rounds? Yeah. No. I'm like, no, no, they don't. They just play practice rounds mm-hmm. and pro-ams and four-day tournaments, and that's it. That very relatable guys. Spieth calling JT the day before his wedding, like, hey, um, I'm just having asking you some <laughs> about some notes on this best man speech that I have definitely already written, and I'm not yeah. starting right now. Because yeah. yeah. yep. I did the same exact thing the night before my best friend's wedding. Yep. I was like, hey, I haven't written shit. Uh, mm-hmm. What can I and can I not say? What's wild is like, they're our age. Yeah. They're, they're younger, younger than, us, than I am. They're yeah. tw- I believe they're 28. Okay. Yeah. So That's the same insane. age as us. Yeah. yeah like, so they're exactly what we thought they were. Mm-hmm. And which is good. We thought we all like them. So favorite two golfers, Brooks Kepka. We already talked about Ian Poulter. He's a grouchy old dude. Yeah, 
Yep. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think it painted him in necessarily a bad light or a good light. He is, no. again, just exactly who I thought he was. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a, he's a little different version of like John Daly, if you will. Yeah. Minus like the drinking yeah. and smoking. Yep. <laughs> a little outrageous. Um, they talked about his funky, funky pants he yeah. wears. Yep. Um, and then we get to our boy. Oh, Joel Damon. The absolute hidden gem. Who knew? Of the PG, not me. But now fucking everybody oh knows. Yeah. Joel Damon went from zero to hero in, in four <laughs> episodes of Full Swing. Yeah. And the, if you don't know who we're talking about, Joel Damon starts off his interview with, well, somebody's got to be the 70th <laughs> best golfer in the world. Might as well be me. Why not? I love it. Why not, <laughs> yeah. Joel? I love it. Um, Yeah, that was... Uh, outside of episode one, that was my favorite episode. Oh, I like it way more than one. I because think it's like the best episode yeah, of the yeah. whole show, yeah. And I think he, the best part about that episode was the relationship that him and his caddy uh-huh. have. Yes. Yeah, because... Called him a boner on the court. I shot you, boner. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, no one... It, there's like personal relationships, there's business relationships between player and caddy. They have both. But the personal relationship shines way more, which I I am in love with. Well, I just listened to the the Sweet Shots episode with Amy Olson, who is an LPGA tour player, and she was talking about the caddy hiring process. Yep. And these two guys, Joel and Benny, right? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. his name. Joel and Benny, they're just buddies growing up. That both like golf. And then he's like, hey, if you're going to go to the tour, he like wrote wrote that application letter and Damon choked up. Yeah. And then uh, they've just been on tour together because they're best friends. It's phenomenal. And um, there was an article that came out before Full Swing released on, I believe it was his caddy and how much he made. He like his first tournament, I think he made like 17 bucks or something. Because he takes like seven to 10 percent, whatever that is. Um, and then they, Joel's winnings in 2020 were like 1.2 million, 2021, it was like two point something million. So like now that they're both getting paid and all that, like just dirt work paid off, Mm -hmm. it's really cool to see. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I will say one of the best parts is when they're at some party or something like that and Max Homa is off in the corner. <laughs> yeah. And the, Max Homa's talking about how Joel Damon could be a top 10 golfer. Yeah. And Joel Damon is just like, yeah, but I like beer too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it did like, uh, it kind of, it did get to me a little bit when it's like, Joel, you could like, you can be one of the best golfers out there. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, he doesn't want to, which I completely understand. Well, if he's, he's comfortable where he's at, then that's great. Um, but I would love to see Joel Damon like just at the grind. top of the leaderboards yeah. in these tournaments. Well, he did. Every- so the, the whole thing was like, I don't want to be good. I don't care if I'm good. And then he le- is leading after two days of the U.S. Open. And all of a sudden you get a different Joel Damon. Yeah. He's well, like, no, he's yeah. got the little bit of a killer instinct. He's like, hey. I think I kind of want to start yeah. winning. Now. <laughs> yeah. But before he had to yeah. do the qualifying round and he was like going through, he played like the first round. He goes, uh, like, do I even play the next 18? Yeah. Has a couple of white claws. And he goes, oh, let's fucking do this shit. Yeah. He's, he's at the qualifying <laughs> round for the US Open, which is two rounds of 18 in yeah. one day. Yeah. After his day. first round, he's like one under disappointed with it. Mm-hmm. So him and his caddy start drinking and then they go back up for the second 18. And he goes like eight under and qualifies. Yeah, he's got to shoot. He's got to be top 10 to qualify. Yep. Yep. But I don't want to see Joel Damon in qualifiers. No. I want him to just. No, he's I just, done yeah. now. He, he, top five finish. He gets his player's card or yeah. tour card for the Beautiful. rest of the year. I don't want him to have to qualify. I just want him to be there automatically. Yeah. Automatic bid into these big mm-hmm. tournaments. So he's in for the rest of the year. 
And then, I mean, of course, you got the Harry Higgs, Joel Damon uh, shirts off shenanigans, yep. if yes. you will. Waste management, 16. Harry Higgs drains a birdie putt, lifts the shirt up, and Joel's like, fuck, I got to get in on this, too. <laughs> Rips his shirt off. He didn't even hit that great of a tee shot, if no. I remember correctly. And he's no. like, I'll fucking go tops off, too. And then he's like, yeah, now you're just waiting for the call from the PGA. Yeah. Yeah. You're asking. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, so you take your shirt off, you get in the moment, and then the PGA calls you and chews you out because <laughs> you can't take your shirt off on the course. Yeah, <laughs> Which I suppose makes a little bit of sense. Yeah. <laughs> he's just so nonchalant about all of his shit. Yeah. It's like, it's like, they were almost at a bachelor party. Yeah. Golfing, like yeah. on a golf mm-hmm. bachelor well, party. Him and Harry Higgs are tight too. Yeah. Love, I fucking love that episode. And it, it, Joel Damon, favorite golfer right now. Yep. So yeah. we're, we were talking last week how we needed to find our own random, our new random golfer because Burned is dead to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Joel. That's champion Joel Damon. This I mean, is the, I mean I'm, I'm in for it. It sucks because the rest of the world is also championing Joel, yeah. so we can't be like, this was our idea. Mm. I know. But I don't care. Know, We're taking him. But, like, the documentary allowed us to see who he is as mm-hmm. a person. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think we would have seen that without the documentary. So, shout out Full Swing. Joel Damon's got a lot more fans right now. He's going to start making a lot more money, which is phenomenal. Um, and hopefully he stays, like, top 100. Yeah, I'm he's not shooting for top 10 for Joel. <laughs> Stay in the nope. top 100, be that 70th best golfer in the world, and live the best life. I think he's like 90 right now. Doesn't I matter. checked Golf World rankings during the, the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was after Joel? Finau. No. Wasn't it? Fitzpatrick and DJ. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Ryan and I have very different opinions on Fitzpatrick. So he, I haven't cried in a while. Oh my God! You did not <laughs> fucking no. cry. Nope, nope, no. I, nope, I didn't cry, but I was pretty fucking close during the Matt Matt Fitzpatrick episode because Tyler, for some reason, thinks he has little man syndrome. He was so annoying, which I I didn't see at all. I'm small, so I got to hit it far. I got to compete with the big guys. I don't think that's. I, I no. think that's just a personal <laughs> interpretation of of how that was. Because I don't. I, all of this is personal interpretation. But but yeah. I mean, we could both watch it at the same time. And be like, okay, he he wasn't acting like that. Um, <laughs> he was. He's, he's just like everyone underestimates me because I'm little. And it, well, he's tiny. He is tiny. I get it. it they said it a hundred fucking times. It actually amazed, the whole first ten minutes of that episode is Matt's Fitzpatrick small. How can he compete on tour? Did you see how tall, tiny he is? Did you know that Matt Fitzpatrick can't hit it far because he's little? But he can hit it far. I know because he worked really hard to hit it far because I'm small. And you know what he did to work hard? He fucking logged thousands, tens of thousands of shots since he was, what, 13 years old? So did everybody else in the documentary. That's what I thought you... No, they haven't. Everybody. Tony Fino's in his garage hitting off a fucking But he's not logging every single shot, like writing it down. They're keeping track of that shit. Did did you not see his, uh, like, like his, his... Court, like his course books yeah oh and that's like God. that is like a little too much well, i would have thought you had a respect for that because i don't because you're i mean you're kind of a nerd he's a nerd <laughs> not that kind of nerd i'm not Trevor, a numbers nerd i'm like a tv nerd Trevor, I, I respect who's, it i whose respect side are you that. on i don't know whose no. side you're on because you keep agreeing and disagreeing with i respect Matt. matt's Patrick, like keeping track of all of them but it is a hard on move you gotta admit that yeah what's wrong with being a hardo as a fucking pga nothing. tour golfer <laughs> nothing it's, it's his job. Lot, I mean, why would he not be a hard of? It's his job. He's trying yeah. to make millions. So yeah. what I thought was cool 
was when he won the U.S. O- U.S. Open. Yep. Yep. Um, he had won the amateur, the like the biggest amateur tournament on when that. he was what thirteen years thirteen years old yep. on that same course, mm-hmm. and to see his mom and his brother and his dad there cheering him on at the final hole. Will Zalatoris misses that last putt, and he's like, "We I, we just won." Mm-hmm. His caddy starts breaking down. I'm like, "This is this is why we love sports." Yeah, I do. Don't get me wrong, that was cool, but I just the whole. Maybe it was the writing. I was just so annoyed of hearing about how fucking small he is. And I got to work extra hard because I'm little. Like, well, everyone on the tour has got to work hard for one reason or another. It doesn't matter if you're fucking small. It had to have been the writing because look at Colin Murakawa. He's probably the same size, if not smaller. And they never painted him in that, like, as this small little guy. Well, we'll get to Colin. (laughs) Okay, well, Matt Fitzpatrick is done. I really like that episode. You didn't. Now, uh, now. Barely touched on DJ. Yeah, I mean that, that's that, fine. Yeah. yeah, so the Colin Morikawa episode. Um, it, it, <sighs> Next one is Finau and Morikawa. Yep, both of them. Yeah. This is my second yep. favorite episode of the whole series. Yeah, yes. but only half of the episode is is what you truly enjoyed because well, the, the other half was on Colin Morikawa. And can you highlight Tyler the clothing meeting that he was oh in my with God. Adidas? <laughs> <laughs> Colin Morikawa is kind of a little fucking diva, is he not? Or did I, if I, I maybe completely misinterpreted it because I was actually arguing with Becca about it, but he was being a total fucking diva. Now I understand. About green pants and an orange shirt. If Adidas is paying me the money they're paying Colin Morikawa, you can put me out there in fucking pinstripes and Argyle. I will wear whatever the <laughs> hell you want me to but wear. That, but then he's selling out. He's selling out for somebody that he not, he isn't, mm-hmm. he's not truly that person. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's like their guy. So why would you want to wear something you don't want to wear? You can go get any other brand deal. He's one of the best golfers. It is also just like I didn't didn't like his body language in that meeting either. And like, like I said, I could. Well, I think I I I I know exactly where you're coming from. He was just being kind of snotty about it. I I I don't think he really knew how to approach saying no to to that type of situation. And, and Tyler, you can understand what it's like to have a brand try and make you do something that you don't want to do. Yeah, I can, but like his, uh, what is either, is either his wife or his fiance. I, she was, I think she fiance, was, yeah. okay. Yeah. She did not look comfortable. Since. No, no. no she's like, Colin, Colin, they're paying for our wedding. Like, Where the fucking pants. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, he's right, though. He does not look good in salmon. And I will give him that. <laughs> to be fair, that shirt was pretty fucking ugly. Too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, other than that, I didn't have a problem with Colin. I mean, he's I, also one of the guys. He's very serious about golf, like young prodigy, mm-hmm. lots of pressure. Um, but Finau was the shining star. I barely even want to talk about Colin. Finau. Uh, yeah. That's the one that should have made you cry. Yeah, it right. You are a fan, man. So there's like, like two out of eight episodes. I almost like teared up. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't cry, man. <laughs> but I almost did. You know how you get like, like so many like goosebumps and butterflies yes. that you're like kind of like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you gotta just swallow down. You just swallow just it down. Shake them out. Yep. A little. That was me yeah. in the Finau episode. Finau is the perfect example of not letting anything get in the way of your family. Yeah. yeah. Dom Toretto was. In absolute fucking tears over Tony Finau's episode. Yeah, he, 100% yeah. family, man. Yeah, Paul, Paul Walker will be proud of Tony yes. Finau. I, I wish that they would have spent more time on Tony winning the 3M because that is a really big tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's a huge deal. And But that was the whole controversy of it being a weak field. I know, but yep. like, and that's the thing. Scott Piercy was in the lead. 
And I didn't and know who, who Scott knows- Piercy was until the, we watched that tournament. But also, it doesn't really like. Like you can disagree with the weak field because like Tom Hoagie was in that field. Right. Tom Hoagie has won. He's like tournaments. He's 15 in the world right now. Correct. Yeah. I just think that like the whole like, I don't know. I think they just should have spent more time on it because like truth, like truly, truly, truly. There are not too many people in golf who feel like the hero. And when the hero wins, that is like the storybook ending right like that's exactly yeah. what people want well, the, and, God, the, yeah. the one the 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 one fuck the one interviewer or one of the like people that they kept interviewing but she does the golf interviews yep yep um she said it great said it perfectly at the end of the female episode i know where you're like, going tony Finau, when he's not winning everyone is like why isn't tony Finau winning when Tony Finau is winning, everyone's like, why isn't he winning more? Yep. And then when Tony Finau starts winning more, they'll say, why isn't he winning majors? And it's all fucked. Like, what yep. What can't this? What can the guy do? Like, he can't please anyone. It's, it's wild. I mean, he won back-to-back weeks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, weren't, <clears throat> they weren't PGA Tour events, but they were still big events with, with a good field. Mm-hmm. Not the best mm-hmm. field, but a good field. Um, 3M, Rocket Mortgage Classic. Uh, he played out of his mind. Yeah. Flat stick was hot. Well, and that the whole thing of like people giving him shit for bringing his family. What the fuck? Why yeah. wouldn't you, you want should to celebrate yeah. that? Like, yep. Oh, hell yeah. This guy is putting his family ahead of golf, but mm-hmm. somehow still getting both done. Also, uh, almost teared up when uh, they were all at the, like the, the private jet like terminal deal mm-hmm. and they all had all those signs made and everything. yeah and, and like, he saw it for the 50 first time people mm-hmm. were out there just waiting for him to get home that was fucking sweet yep and it's it's proof that like athletes don't have to be shitty people no yeah, yeah. I, I think a lot of them aren't yeah i know mm-hmm. i'd be like you hear about athletes being like really bad dads or they're being out doing mm. fucking shitty stuff. No one talks about Tony Fino bringing his entire family on tour for a whole year because he didn't want to miss their miss being their first wife after she lost yeah. her dad. Or, or yeah. Joel Damon sacrificing probably a little bit of his career just to have his buddy caddy for him. Right. He could have yeah. some crazy good caddy, but he makes that choice to have his buddy yep. there with him. You yep. know, like, yep. Yeah. Well, it's also just like not, just only focusing on golf, like also being a dad and being like having that actual like mm-hmm. life, like yep. not being dedicated and like forced just to golf. Yeah. The so. best part of that whole episode is the end when they're in that fucking Astro van and the one little kid's like, Trace was talking, make, or, yeah. Trace was saying bad things about you, dad. He's like, what? I won. He's like, yeah, that bogey putt. Though. Yeah. I would have oh, made that nine times yeah. out of 10. Yep. Yep. That was awesome. And apparently his kid's a good golfer, too. Yeah. He, yeah. Won, he went to Junior World. He, yeah. Didn't he win? Oh, no, he no, didn't win. No, he went, Tony though. won yeah. that tournament yeah. when he was yeah. younger. That's right. Um, and then just to wrap things up, we had the Rory episode, episode eight. Um, yeah, I think there was another one in there. Sahith. Oh, yeah. I liked Sahith, too. Me, too. And yep. we, we figured that out at Waste Management. I don't, weren't you guys there then? We were there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Did you I, guys see them carrying around cameras or just no? No. Well, I mean, there's a billion cameras. Yeah, like, you just don't know what's yeah. TV and what's not. And no one knew that the net, there was a Netflix documentary yep. filmed at that point. Right. Yeah. Well, and I really, I don't care for Mito Pereira. No. <laughs> Mostly because of his face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, we were talking, Jesus. he seems like a good, good guy. But he's got a hateable face. He does oh a little God. Yeah. 
Jesus Christ, and Tyler. Those kids at his little barbecue <laughs> trying to do the Mike Oxlong joke. That oh, was oh, that was good. <laughs> Why did they put that on that? <laughs> those kids are gonna be in so much trouble. That was hilarious. Say Mike Oxlong. So he said it, and they're like, "All right, say it faster, Mike Oxlong." <laughs> <laughs> they're just I mean, like, giggling. Like it, that type of humor, you just can't. You can't yeah, be yeah. old enough to not appreciate it's that like, type of humor. Netflix is a bunch of rats, though. They just got those kids grounded. I know. Yeah. But also, I mean, those kids are they got they got good humor. Yeah. Yeah. Start them young. Yeah, exactly. And then it was Rory and then it wrapped yep. up, correct? Yep. yep. Rory Rory's good. Rory's exactly what we thought he was. Yep. Wish he would have won the, the uh the open. Yeah. yeah. But he won uh, the FedEx. Yep. Last tournament of the year. Kind of just like gave his little gave his two cents on live air about what's happening in the golf world. Yep. Mm-hmm. Really like that. He needed to win that last tournament and uh, I yeah. mean, sail off into the sunset. Yep. So if you guys haven't watched it and we just completely wasted 30 minutes of your life, go watch it and then come back and listen to this. Yeah, we should have probably said that before this segment. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll say it right now. I'll throw it again at the beginning. Guys, we're going to talk a lot about Full Swing for the first segment. So if you don't want to listen or you haven't seen Full Swing, skip to the second segment, watch it, come back. Yeah, good save, Tyler. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Be right back. Golf with Grandpa Dave. Oh, yeah. All of Saturday. Yeah, you guys had a, you guys had a day. Yes. We went to Sweet Shots, ate lunch, played around there, and then we came to the simulator. We turned the simulator on, and I kicked the holy living shit out of him all day long. Let's go, Tyler. And... Uh, <laughs> It's mad. It still doesn't count, though. It doesn't count. No, I, I fully, I'm fully aware. It's mostly because the old man could not figure out technology. He was chipping terrible and putting terrible. Yeah. He got to the greens faster than me, but once he got there, he was screwed. Yeah. Um. But you know what balls we used the whole time? Uh, probably the T-Birds or the pin drops. Uh, we used both because we keep losing balls in the simulator. So we used both T-Birds and pin drops that, uh, from Union Green. You can go to uniongreen.com and find those. Um, guess what else we used? What? Uh, we used a poor caddy. For for, our, just for fun, kind for of. our birdie juice, and I mean, I just wanted to show him it. Like, I got him one for Christmas. Yeah, but he obviously hasn't used it yet. He had to, he had to go get his clubs out of the shed in the backyard through like three feet of snow. No shit. And so he had to like dig his clubs out. Um, so he definitely hasn't used the poor caddy yet. But uh, the poor caddy is in full use, and uh, it pours weirdly enough, really nice. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's almost like. Uh, one of those little stopper deals on top of liquor bottle at a bar. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. like it's almost like pour is in the name. Yeah, it's almost like it's designed specifically yeah. to pour liquid. <laughs> to pour really nicely too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause like you know, sometimes when you're pouring shots straight out of a bottle, you get a little spillage. And a we little splashage. Splashage and spillage. Splashage and spillage is something you want to avoid, especially on the course. And the pork caddy almost eliminates it. You have to like try to fuck up with the pork caddy. To have any splashage or spillage. That's say that so five hard. times. Over. I can't. I can barely say it. and spillage. Uh, uh, the best thing about the pork eye, too, you have the uh, the reservoir on the bottom, mm-hmm. the screw off reservoir to put your shot glasses. You have the main reservoir to put your booze. Mm-hmm. And then you got the nice little uh, uh, the, uh, the stainless, stainless steel nipple. I, I'd like that. That sounds right. Um, Stainless steel yep. nipple. And it also fits. For reducing splashes and spillage. It also fits into uh, into the cup holders. It does. Golf, golf cart, which mm-hmm. is a very important thing. It so, also looks like a coffee mug. So when you got yes. freaking Drill Sergeant Marshall after your mm-hmm. ass, it's just coffee, old man. Yeah, it's just uh, it's just a Coke with ice. Yeah. You know, that's all it is. 
Yeah. A D, I just got a DC before I left home. Yeah, I just got a fresh DC in the morning. So, guys, if you want to check out um, the poor caddy, which is an essential on the golf course, UnionGreen.com. Also, they still got the uh, they still got the buy three dozen get one dozen free mm-hmm. of the T birds. Sixteen bucks a box, only sixteen dollars a box. If you use promo code Double Bogey twenty, um, UnionGreen.com. Go check them out. Balls, poor caddies, everything you need for the next round. All right, Tyler. <laughs> this is uh this segment has been coming for a long time. It's been brewing. Uh it's been brewing at least for a month because we wanted to bring some heat. We want to bring some some controversial topics in the world of golf, not live versus PGA because that's already said and done. Um these are our hottest takes in golf. And we're each going to give one because we have multiple, and then we're going mm-hmm. to keep going with this whole thing. So, Tyler, go ahead with your hottest take in golf. Okay. My hottest golf take is that PGA players are bottom-tier athletes. If golf was more popular and the LeBrons of the world, the Aaron Rodgers of the world, the Tom Brady's of the world were more into golf as kids... Half of the people on the top 100 of the world's rankings would not be there. I think that's just completely false. Why? And also, can you imagine this isn't me just doing this to be like, no, I disagree with you. I don't think you could be any more wrong. I am not. Do you see those guys in the Netflix documentary like getting an, an absolute pump in after a round of 18 during a fucking major? Dude. Yeah, but anybody can go lift weights. Yeah. It's not like they're going to go out play football or play basketball. Like if they go play basketball, they're going to get okay. Shafted. But do you know how hard it is to hit a a par three green from two hundred and forty yards out? Yes. In the match, Aaron Rodgers carried Bryson DeChambeau. Okay, but that doesn't take much. Okay, I I did he though? He did. Okay, give me like what do you have to back that up with? Besides, I watched like, the match and they used Aaron's drives like. 80% of the time. He was probably playing yeah. at tee boxes in front of them. But also with that, if Aaron Rodgers goes first and is in the fairway, Bryson Shamble's going to swing out of his fucking you know, I'm shoes just saying, to go for that. But he golfs like cannon. 10 times a year and they were still using his shots. Rodgers golfs you, way more than 10 times a year. Can you imagine if these guys had been playing golf from the get-go? Their athleticism absolutely trumps the PGA Tour's athleticism. They would be better if they had the same amount of training. If LeBron... Did the same shit that Matt Fitzpatrick did. It wouldn't even be fucking close. LeBron would be winning every fucking event. Yeah. You could say that about anything though. Yeah. If I would have started playing pickleball at a young event, uh, at a young you age, you can't say that I about could, everything because it doesn't translate over. They're just better athletes. Okay, so yeah. you think six? You think six nine LeBron could be on the PGA Tour if he would have started earlier? Yeah, if he started and did the same training that these other guys did, he would be better than them. No. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He hundred percent. You're agreeing with Tyler. I agree with this take. I actually, I, I think you're spot on. Look at the U.S. How we are with soccer compared to other countries. Soccer is not as popular here as it is in other countries, and we will never have the best soccer players in the world, strictly because of that fact. However, we have football, basketball, baseball are the three most popular sports, Mm -hmm. and we dominate in all of those sports as a country, simply because it's a part of. You think we dominate at baseball in this country? Yeah, we absolutely not, dude. Yeah, the we, USA team does not win 
the World Baseball Classic. We're not talking about we? baseball. We're talking actually baseball plus. Look, they're plus two hundred. They are second favorites in the WBC this year. Guys, you can't tell me like the the biggest thing for Tiger is that he worked his fucking ass off. He was naturally talented, and he had the mental edge of a freak athlete. LeBron has that same mental edge. Okay, so do you think Tiger could have made the NBA? No. Had he start? Why? Because he's not as good of an athlete as them. But yeah. if he has a mental edge, he would be able to grind and get to that level, wouldn't he be? Yeah, but would Correct. he? Thank I, you. He, yeah. I don't think so. No. What? I don't think so. No. Also, Tyler, you could go at it from like an entry level cost like type of thing, like cost right. of entry to golf. Golf is very expensive to get into. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's why like basketball and all this stuff is also way more popular is because it costs nothing to get into. If right. the cost of entry for golf was zero dollars. Yeah. I mean. I think yeah. golf looks completely different. Yeah, exactly. Like it's unfortunate, but like a lot of people on the tour I, grew up with money and because I, they could play. Or you get what I'm saying. Tony yeah. Finau grew up with money. I he said was a hitting lot the- of people. He did say a lot. Yes, I didn't say all. Yep. Like I don't think. I mean, <laughs> like, I'm not saying that these guys are not athletes, but they are not the top tier athletes of professional sports when it comes to athleticism. Golfers are at the bottom. I wouldn't say the bottom. I would no. I, I would agree that they're not the top athletes because we saw Colin Murakawa shooting hoops in in the full swing documentary. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I understand that he's not going to be a professional basketball player, but to say they're at the bottom of the barrel is you Wh- could, who's I, below them as uh, far as the professional sports. Who are worse athletes? Curlers. Dude, okay. have you ever seen <laughs> a mainstream sports? Sorry, we're not going to be throwing out bowling from an athlete perspective. Have any of you ever seen a fucking pitcher? Be athletic? Yeah. No. No. Baseball, yeah. A lot of baseball players Besides are Otani. not athletic. Yeah, Bartolo Otani. Colon. Well, Otani is athletic, yeah, but Bartolo Colon is 260, he was 260 mm-hmm. pounds and 42 years old and I, pitching in the major right, So if I Aaron played with pitchers who couldn't even feel the ground ball, but they could they could <laughs> hammer the strike zone and they had a nasty curveball. They could strike 10 guys out a game, but they couldn't feel the ground ball. What if they had trained to feel the ground ball their whole life? They could have. But they did. They didn't. Like, they yeah, throwing. like no, like pitchers. Like if, if you're a pitcher, you can train. Like you will train defense pretty much all the way through right. high school. It's also the same with hitting, though, right? If you if you practice hitting more, you would have been a better hitter. But you were a pitcher, so you didn't practice that. No, I mean, I like, just, like, like name golf- name a sport, a mainstream sport with worse athletes than golfers. But the thing is, like golfers, they walk and hit a ball, so it's not like they have to go run so fast or jump so high like they don't need to train for that all they need to train is their like strength and like hitting the golf ball and I'm why saying, are they gonna go do all these other workouts so they don't have to correct. i'm saying that these if t- they would have started like working out and doing that i bet you they'd still be just as athletic i no fucking way why are you gonna try to increase your vertical or increase your speed when you're walking a course and hitting a ball it doesn't make sense i understand that i'm saying that if the the athletes from these other sports trained in golf they would be better than our current golfers uh, I agree with that. Patrick wait, wait, Mahomes, wait. if he st- if he golfed like these golfers as a, as a child all the way up, he would be top 10 in the world. Easy. Mm-hmm. Didn't they say in the documentary Dustin Johnson had three college scholarship offers for three different sports? Golf, uh, football, and basketball? Yeah, and mm-hmm. I said not. I said 50 of the top 100. There are athletes in golf, but as a whole, they are the worst athletes. Yeah. No. 
Na- no. You still no one's named a sport with worst athletes yet. Baseball. I'm waiting. I already but, named that, but you are you threw baseball out of the picture for some odd reason. No, because yeah. you guys got into a pitching debate, and it wasn't about golf anymore. Well, but yeah, there are baseball players who are in who are professionals, like professional, like major leaguers who are in way worse shape than the worst shaped golfer. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if you think about the all stars, I mean, Aaron Judge, Aaron Judge, if he turned his baseball swing into a golf swing from a little kid, he'd be crushing the fucking ball. Yeah, but like, there's also other people who just. There's also do that. a like, short game though. There's uh-huh. like, there's right. feel, finesse. There's putting, chipping. Mm-hmm. There's like, which if they trained their whole lives for, I've I firmly believe Derek Jeter would have been a great golfer. He's not even a top ten shortstop. So what? <laughs> he's a freak athlete. I mean, he's a good athlete. I just yeah, I don't I don't know. I agree with you. I I don't think it's necessarily because of like athletes training other ways i think it's simply because golf is not popular enough and those people just right. never tried golf if it life. was more popular and they did try golf i think they would all be golf would look a lot different yeah and we have the, the golf world is untapped because it's hard to get into early that is true the cost mm-hmm. of entry into golf is way too high we so all can also like that. the potential yeah. The, for golf is limitless. The, but the um, also the amount of steps you have to take to get into the PGA Tour, the amount of like different leagues where you, yes. you know, PGA Tour Canada, Q School, Corn Ferry Tour, like it's not just like you're really good at basketball. Yep, you go in to college, college and then you, and get, then drafted. you get drafted in the NBA. It's kind of like baseball. Baseball is like one of the hardest sports to get to the pros, kind of mm-hmm. like golf. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying anything about that i'm just saying that they're the worst athletes yeah imagine like a natural like a really natural athlete like like the guy like dave winfield who got drafted into four different professional leagues nba mlb nfl and aba like that dude if he would have spent a lot of time golfing he probably would have been really really good i also don't think you guys understand like how big of a difference it is from like Okay, let's take Lucas, for instance, because we know how good of a golfer mm-hmm. Lucas is. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, Lucas, but Lucas would never sniff no. the PGA Tour. Right. And and he, and he knows that. Yep. And Lucas is scratcher better. Yep. So He's I don't think you guys, good. like, yeah, I'm sure a lot of these freak athletes could be scratch golfers, but could they be some of the best top yes. 50 in if the PGA they- Tour? Absolutely not. If they no. did the same thing that the people we just watched in full swing did their whole life, yes. You cannot look at me and tell me that Kevin Durant wouldn't be an amazing fucking golfer if he trained the same way that Matt Fitzpatrick did his whole life. I mean, can't you say that about any sport? Like if Matt Fitzpatrick yeah. trained like Kevin Durant did, Matt's... Why? Look at Mac McClung. He yeah. just won that dunk contest. Yeah, he's a basketball player. Right, but he trained his whole yeah. life to play basketball. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm saying, though, that they're better athletes. I do not think Matt Fitzpatrick is going to be good at any other sport than golf. So, okay, so you're saying, like, like I kind of understand what you're saying. Like, from other sports, there's more crossover into golf. They would be better at Whereas golf. Whereas golf, there's not as much crossover into yeah. other sports. So, yeah. Athlete wise, like they are golfers the worst can, ones. Golfers can golf, but football players can play football and also be decent at golf. No, they could be better at golf, I think, if they did the same training. If they never played football, if Patrick Mahomes never played football and he only golfed his whole life, like all these golfers we watched, he would be just he would have been just as good as anyone we saw, except for probably Rory 
and maybe JT and Spieth, he'd be just as good as the rest of the guys in that documentary. I have to agree to disagree. Yeah. Okay. You wanted a hot no. take. You fucking got no, it. No, I know. That's they're, great. They're the worst That's athletes. That's great. As long as you stand by that. I do. Mm-hmm. And not just you're not just doing it for the sake of the argument. I haven't heard anything from you guys that will even remotely change my mind yet. And I haven't heard anything from you that would remotely change my mind. So who's worst athletes? You, you genuinely think baseball players are worth ass, worse athletes than golfers? Yes. Okay. I think I also think I also think hockey players may be worse athletes. Hockey players are pretty athletic. Okay. I'll take hockey off the list. Hockey um, players are actually phenomenal golfers. I think wrestlers mm-hmm. could potentially be the worst athletes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that a popular yeah. sport? I no. mean the WWE Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I think MMA fighters could potentially be the worst athletes. Yeah, but we're talking about like the main American sports. I mean, the UFC is one of the biggest organizations yep. in the world. We're not doing UFC arguments. Oh. See, I, I'm, I'm yeah. laying this stuff out. Yep. You're just like, no, no we're not doing that. Count. No, that doesn't count. Well, well, wrestling no, you can't wrestling do that. clearly doesn't count. Okay, yeah, that's no, fair. But what WWE, about the UFC? I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how athletic they are. I mean, they gotta they're got. they very athletic. great at their craft, but I don't believe they're athletic outside of it. Yeah, yeah. That, that might be an, a legit argument. I don't think Conor McGregor would be on tour if he trained from the no, get-go. Like, seeing him shoot a basketball is atrocious. Oh, God. Yeah. But seeing him throw a left straight is... Right. is well, you, my argument with, like, LeBron being a top 10 in the world if he started golfing from childhood, I don't know if Conor McGregor is top 10 in the world if he started golfing from childhood. Yeah. I don't think so. Also, you're missing out on a great example with MJ because MJ loves to golf. Michael Jordan is, like, he owns yep. golf courses now yep. is because of how much he golfs. In fact... He got kicked out of his country club because he was wearing shorts on the golf course. And then he said, fuck you guys. I wear shorts and then went and bought his own country club. Right. But he didn't start golfing until later in life. I know. Yeah. I'm saying he's a really good golfer now. Imagine what he could have been. Mm -hmm. But he's not on the tour. He didn't start golfing until later in life, Trevor. If he started golfing when he was Tiger's age, we would have had Tiger versus Michael their whole careers. It would have been sweet. Not going to lie. He would have been amazing at golf again i think you can say that about anything yeah if i would have started golfing when i was four i'd have been amazing too and not now new anyone is as good as these as these guys yeah but you can just say that you mean you don't know i also think lebron being six nine just doesn't help his golf like doesn't no. help his golf game kevin durant being damn near seven foot i just don't i mean you don't i think there's one guy over six eight in it like on the pga how tall is jr smith Six three, six four. And J.R. Smith was a college golfer because it brought that school notoriety. Yeah. And yeah. it got more people to want to go there. Mm-hmm. So it's he's not six six. It's oh, not shit. it's not because J.R. Smith is a good, good golfer. I mean, he's a pretty good golfer. To play D one. Have decent, you seen the scores he's putting up? He's doing all right. But he's not doing good. I would he's do all right in college golf. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm just saying this guy didn't golf until he started in the NBA. How do you know that? Because he talked about it when he went to the college. So you're saying he he didn't start golfing until he got into the NBA. Yeah. That's fact. Yeah. And where is this where is this coming from? He talked about it as that's why he went to go Where do did this. he talk about this at? When he fucking committed to this school. He's been in the NBA or he was in the NBA for like 12 or 13 years. So let's Yeah. How long? 
Okay, I mean, so putting it in that years. perspective, that's yeah. That yeah. okay, now I get bored on board yeah. with that. What are you looking up, Jake? Oh, his golf stats. Not good. Are they? I, don't know, I can't find him. I don't think he's won a tournament. Uh, so, in case you want to know, he is currently a sophomore at. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he's a thirty-nine-year-old like sophomore. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, he's a sophomore at North Carolina A and T. Okay, a- agriculture. To to put this one to bed, I mean, we're, uh, this is going to be in the comment section. This is going to be all over the place. <laughs> I can agree with you, Tyler, that there's more crossover from other sports into golf, and not as much crossover from golf into other sports. I'd have to disagree with you on the golfers being the worst athletes. That's what athleticism ma- is in any major sport. And I have to disagree with you that if these if if these other sport if these other athletes in other sports would have started golfing at a young age, they could be better than the top fifty right now. But you described athleticism. The crossover is athleticism. <laughs> I get that. And you so you agreed with it. You just changed words. But like how like. How far does athleticism take you when you have to hit a 170-yard shot over a bunker onto a 15-yard green around some trees? Like, athleticism doesn't help you in that situation. Right, but it sure as fuck doesn't hurt. And the room for air in golf is so much, like, you have this much room of air where in basketball, the hoop's like two basketballs. And, I mean, baseball, I mean doesn't really matter right and then, I, like football it's not that hard like i also i think one of the biggest things that is the the good thing for the golfers against my argument is mentally they're there but there are a lot of these people that i've listed off are mentally strong enough to be golfers that have the edge that you need to to come up with a 70 yard shot around the trees like yeah it's technical skill but they have it in this argument because they've been training since the beginning and it's the mental edge and i think like patrick mahomes has it aaron Rodgers has it lebron has it kevin durant has it. all the people i've mentioned have that mental edge that you need to perform well okay okay that was a phenomenal start who's next i'm who wants to get yelled at now your turn buddy what are you calling it hot takes in golf or i don't know i just said my hottest golf take all right and I don't think I'm going to get a lot of backlash, especially from you guys on this one. But my hottest take in golf is I believe there should be no such thing as a country club. There should be no such thing as a private club. There should only be courses that cost enough to limit the amount of people that can afford to go play there. So, for example, eliminate the name country club, eliminate the private membership, make it make every country club a private mm. course but jack the price up so it eliminates the sample size and those people who are still snobby enough to want to pay 300 bucks a round or buy a m- membership for a cheap you know obviously cheaper price um have that instead of the country club mentality okay and here's why because just the two words country or yeah the two yeah the two words country and club just brings a bad aura to the game of golf. And guys like us understand that. We when you we hear a country club, we know exactly what type of people we're dealing with. Also, it like eliminates the barrier of entry for guys like us to want to go play sweet courses that we now possibly never have a chance of ever playing. But if they were public and they cost $300, we could save up our money and we could go play those courses. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
I, you know, and I actually, I agree with this and I think it's cool that, so like TPC, the players, uh, the, the tournament players club or whatever, right? Yeah. They own a bunch of golf courses around the nation, mm-hmm. right? Like they got TPC Twin Cities. They also have Scottsdale. Some of them are private and some of them are public. For example, Scottsdale's public. Yep. You can get a tee time anywhere at Scottsdale. They also have country clubs like TPC Twin Cities, which is members only. You and I will never get the chance to golf there. Yep. Even them as like a large conglomerate of like we own or at least own the naming rights to all these golf clubs should open everything up because they already see how like popular Scottsdale has become yep. with it being open. And the fact that you and I may get to play Scottsdale someday, you yep. know, like they should open that up for every single one of the TPC Twin Cities, Deer Run, TPC Wisconsin, all, all those places that are close to us. We could realistically drive to all those courses and be able to golf. However, all of them are private. Country clubs should no longer be a thing. Yeah, and I think the only people that are going to disagree with this take are the country club people. No, I, and that that's why it's it's not so su- like guys like us. I think we can all agree that why not just make every course public and raise the prices so it still kind of eliminates a lot of the sample size that can go golf there frequently. Mm-hmm. And that's what these country club people are looking for. Um, but. And I'm going to I'm going to put myself in country club guys shoes right now for sake of argument and argue on behalf of the country club snobs. Okay. I want it mm-hmm. to be known as a disclaimer that I do agree with Ryan and everything you hear from here on out is me acting as if a country club member. Okay. <laughs> Number one, I like the status yeah. of being able to say I'm a country club member. Mm-hmm. Number two, all the perks that come with it. It's not just the golf, right? You get the access to the pools, the facilities, the restaurant. Yada, yada, yada. Free range. Yeah, free range balls. Number Ew. three, peak tee times. You can get in there pretty much whenever you want because they manage it super well as far as tee times. And the pace of play is always pretty goddamn good because it's usually more higher level golfers or super rich guys that are on on golf carts that are just cruising through their round anyway. Mm-hmm. I think it's like the now, social hierarchy of just having that status and just being like, Oh, I play at the country club. Like I'm better right. than everybody else. So, and I, I fucking hate I, that. Same. Yeah. I've been to one, uh, here in town, and I felt so awkward. I was like, I don't belong here. I looked at my buddy. We're like, we are not supposed to be here. <laughs> but and I like I get that, <clears throat> but why not? If you have a membership to this public course that may cost three to four hundred dollars a round to play. You still get access to all that kind of stuff. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna add a hot take onto your hot take. Ooh. Country clubs are all just fronts for swingers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's an actual hot take. Yeah. <laughs> I mean No, like it's actually true. It's not all of them, but like there's a lot of swinging going on at these country clubs. I would agree, because like yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, like clubs, guys. Yep. Clubs. There's yeah, lots yeah, of clubs yeah, getting yeah, yeah. Just, Yes. Yeah. Golf course joke by Tyler there. No, I, I would I would probably agree. Yeah, I mean like like r- like rich people banging other rich people. It's kind of like um, there's probably a lot of cucking that goes on too. <laughs> in the locker yeah. rooms. In the, yeah. They're not locker rooms. They're cucking rooms. Yeah. Right. Um, I'll, I'll say I've actually been to a golf course that is kind of what you're describing. It's a small town country club. Small town country clubs will offer the membership to people who want to have their own golf cart there and who want to be able to have first priority for tee times. But it's also open to the public in a way that like I can still go there and I can still golf like my cousins are country club members. But it's a small town nine hole and they 
only have the memberships. Yeah, and that's fine. Cause that's a that's a public country club. Yeah, yeah, but it still is, you know, called country club. Yeah. You know, yeah, and that's okay because that's public. Yeah. Um, I guess I should say there should there should no longer be anything private. called a private course. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um. Now, also, what they could do is they can limit the amount of public tea times that that can be booked throughout the day. Mm, members only tea times. Obviously, and, and like members. Members of this club can book two weeks in advance and non-members can only book seven days in advance. Yeah. Or non-members get the twilight rate or get the twilight, you know, Correct. Yeah, or whatever, all year. You know? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, but when you look at like, God, there are like, there's some country clubs that look like they have sweet courses mm-hmm. and I would love to go play them because I, I, mm-hmm. I, I, just, I like playing sweet courses. Mm-hmm. I also like playing dog tracks. There's like, a, there's an allure to both, but we're never going to get the opportunity because we're not members and we're not paying $50,000 in dues right. up front. And we're not paying mm-hmm. two grand a month to hold that, that status, whatever. Um, I don't know. I also I, uh, don't want to swing. I also <laughs> don't want to swing. I'm not into that. And I don't want to put myself in that situation. Was I, I was actually talking to a banker. We both know who is a member at a country club in town. And he's like, he's like, yeah, there's a lot of swinging that goes going on here. I'm actually kind of offended that I haven't been asked yet. I know I'm not going to do it, but I'm a little offended <laughs> that I haven't been asked. Yeah, so I just, I, and when Rory was talking about like he wants to leave the game better for the next generation than he was left from the generation before him, I think part of that, um, like the barrier of entry for these new course, like for these nice courses is just, it's astronomical. It, it's not necessary. There's ways around running a public course that um, you don't need to make it private for that matter. Yeah. I think the whole virtual golf thing is cool and great. I don't think that's what he should be putting his stock into to grow the game. No, I agree. I think he should be putting his stock into munis and, and public courses. I agree. Making mm-hmm. them more accessible and nicer for the, for all of these kids. Like, so Tony Finau doesn't have to grow up hitting golf balls in his garage. I agree. He can afford clubs and go to a course and not, not put his family under. Well, and what, and what, like what he's like, one thing he's promoting for that specifically is like, it's like this youth program to where there's like a lot of courses around the United States where kids play, can play a full round for like five bucks. Yeah. We have that at Sweet Shots where like the North Dakota junior golfers can come play for free for an hour or so. Sweet. Yeah, now that's the yeah. kind of stuff you got to do, especially mm-hmm. we've talked about the entry cost of golf. Just got to make it cheaper for kids and for the families of those kids yeah. and more people will get into this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the more country clubs you keep popping up, uh, the batter name, uh, the worse, worse of a name, yeah. the batter of a Batters. name. Uh, um, hey, batter. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I, I can't get on board with it. I'm like, um, Eventually, I'm going to move out into the country, and this country is like the closest course is a country club. And people are like, oh, you're going to get a membership? No. <laughs> no, I'm hey. not. Because I also don't want to like, like, yeah, it's cool to be around people who are very successful. But like some of those people, I would never, I wouldn't pay to be around. Same. Yeah. It's like, who the fuck wants you? If they're that type of person in real life, like who the fuck wants to golf with them? <laughs> Not me. And that's yeah. not everybody at country clubs. Mm-mm. And I'm not, that's not every single person who has a membership to a club. That's, you know, the top tier people at these clubs who look down on guys like us and are like, 
what the fuck are you doing in my world? Yeah. I don't think that's how it should be. I'm with that. That's a great take, yeah. Ryan. I, I would actually just call that like appropriately temperature to take. Yeah, it's, it's maybe <laughs> not a hot temp. take. Yeah. Uh, that was like, pretty lukewarm. It's a hot take for me, but for the golf world in general, I think it's it's appropriately taked. I think there's a lot yeah. of people listening. I would say 90% of them agree with you. Yeah, no, I agree. All right, let's yell at Trevor. All right, mine um, has to be that similar to golf is honestly, for me, better than actual golf. What do you, what do you mean by better? <laughs> It's just like for us here in North Dakota, we have five months of golf that we can actually go outside and golf. So I think just like always having that to go play, don't worry about it. It's raining, snowing, 100 degrees. You're not going to go sweat your balls off. It's just more enjoyable, I think. That can't be more wrong. Why? Tell me why. So the best thing about golf is being outside to golf. So how many, but okay, you go out, you're like, okay, let's go play around this Thursday. It's raining. Ah, uh, shit. We'll go Friday. Yeah. How Actually, you can get off work. I, I've played in the rain before. It's not that bad. It's no. not. It's really not. It's it's actually kind of refreshing. But I got I got my nice 68, 70 degree temperature. Like I know what I'm getting. You know, I can go play my round two times faster than going playing outside. It's adversity. No, he wants a perfect lie every time. Yep, Turn on yep. auto putts and shoot in the 80s so he can feel good about himself. It's not bad. I enjoy it because, like, <laughs> well, first off, you're playing faster. You don't have to wait for the slow groups in front of you. You get for your rounds faster. Then you can go that do other stuff. Nod. That is a good nod to simulator, but still not better. But just like, think you get done, you go, hey, we're going out to go for the boys tonight. You're like, see you guys. You go to the simulator, you play your finish around with the boys in two hours instead of four hours. You go drink for two hours afterwards and you go home at the same time. Dude, I mean, th everything you're describing is just better on the actual course. Drinking no. on the course is better. Take, you gotta go find the Beth Cart girl. It, She's not gonna come every time you want to drink. That's fine. We sneak beers onto the course anyway. It's our thing. Poor caddy. Yeah. Poor caddy. Check it out. UnionGreen.com. Um, you, it's four hours regardless. Why yeah. not have four hours outside with your buddies, playing on a course, shooting the shit? It's so much different. Have the, the cart conversations. Conversations in a golf cart are different than conversations sitting at a high top behind a simulator. No, it's not. Yes, it is. 100% You can't different. say no, it's not. There is no Trevor. way to replicate around no. outside. It is so different. There's playing the wind. You can feel it. There's the, yeah. the weird lies. The hitting into somebody's yard is funny. You can't do that in the simulator. You can hit into somebody's yard on the screen, but it's not at the is same. Is it funny? It's, no. A little seeing bit. your buddy hit it into the water in real life is way more funny than seeing your buddy hit it into the water on the simulator. That is true. But how you know how many balls you can find? Yeah, but I don't lose when you're on the simulator. You don't lose balls at the simulator. You don't have to go. Yes, try to you do. Yeah, we. I have yet to lose one for myself. You'll you play here. You'll lose one. <laughs> but then I don't have to go track my ball down. If I slice another fairway, I don't have to go looking for it for ten minutes. It's that makes you right better. To my ball. No, it, it makes doesn't. You better because of no. the, the walk of shame you have to do to the other fairway. You sears into your body. Yeah. So you never do it again. Yeah, but the, I'm not gonna just not do it again. It's I can't control you, it. Okay, okay, I not. Okay, okay, I can't okay, control okay, it. Okay. So it is uh, June fifteenth. Yep. It's eight a.m. in the morning. Mm -hmm. What would you rather do? Uh, the temperature at 8 a.m. is 65 degrees and partly sunny. Would you rather go play around at 18 outside on an actual golf course, or would you rather go and play around at 18 at a simulator? 
Well, I'd probably go outside because it's going to be nice weather, but we don't have nice weather every freaking day here. It's usually got like probably 30 good days in the whole summer of like perfect golf weather. That's so, That's so wrong. No. Like perfect, have like 75, 80 degree day where it's like just nice, sunny. You don't sunny. need it to be perfect though. We're That's literally why a vacation destination for golfers in the summer. No. People come here to golf in the summer. No. Because the weather is so consistent and nice. Yeah, that is true. So like, what like, you're people saying, leave Florida and Arizona to it's come so hot down there. To come here because it's perfect here all summer long. Yeah, but you guys leave here to go down there to golf in, in the winter. The, in the winter, this yeah. isn't even an argument. You're right. Yeah, so we yeah. can golf outside, outside though. Golfing outside in the winter blows. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Literally. So that but, your argument's correct all winter long, mm-hmm. but it couldn't be more wrong the rest of the year. But like I, I think just because of how little I get to golf outside, I've kind of accepted the simulator golf because like it's the only thing I can do year round, and I never have to worry about temperature or what day it is. I can always just go golf. So you're a fair weather golfer. Yes. It's, conditions have mm. to be perfect. For well, you. no, I'll go golf if it's hot or cold or whatever. But I do enjoy the nice consistency of like never having to worry about like oh it's gonna be a. See, that's the best 40 part degrees of it, though, to start and then 70 degrees to end. Because that's the best part of it, though. No. Because it's like you have to be able to acclimate to the conditions on that day in order to play a good round. Yeah. But I don't know. I enjoy like, my I'll fu- indoors. I will literally, I'll play golf from 40 degrees, maybe even 35 degrees, all the way up to 100 plus degrees outside. It does not matter. Anywhere in the middle, I will play in the rain. I will play in the scorching hot sun. I won't even put sunscreen on because I just love golfing it's outside. True. I mean, it, it is different, burn. but I think like just the fact that well, I can also go play these other random courses. Like I'll never be able to play Payne's Valley. I can go play that there. But um, it's just, I mean, it's, it's, it's also the same. Though. It's also the argument of scores. You'll never know how yeah. good you truly did yeah. on the simulator. Like I have, crushed my best records yep. on the simulator and I don't give two shits about those scores. Mm-hmm. Like I've never once told anybody my record on the simulator. I know it's their scores are different but I do just like just for us being in Fargo I think it just makes it better for us for me personally just because it's something I can do year round. I never have to worry about anything. I think living in Fargo makes it even better though because you have to squeeze as many rounds as possible in from Late April until late September. Yeah, those folks down in Arizona, they are, they get it year round. They get to golf outdoors whenever they want. They're spoiled. Yeah. They actually probably go to the simulator in the summer because it's too hot. Probably. probably. Yeah. And you'll probably, no, they up, come here because it's perfect out here and they want to golf outside. You'll, maybe. you'll probably end up paying more at the simulator than you would on an actual course. Oh, I don't. Okay, but, uh, but uh, eliminate yourself yep. from that position. Then yeah, probably. Would you have this take if you didn't work at Sweet Shots and you had access to the simulators all the time? Because uh, we have access to a simulator all the time, and I couldn't disagree more. And I want—I fu- can't wait to get outside. I yeah. think yes, just because I get it to go for free, so I—it's so accessible. I don't have to pay for anything. I just go and I golf. Do you ever have like? an itch on your back and you're trying to scratch it and you get pretty close and you're like, all right, it's good enough, but that itch is still there. Yeah. That's what the simulator is. You can scratch it a little bit, give mm-hmm. yourself some relief, 
but that itch is never gone until you're actually out on a course. Yeah, but I can't see, you know, there's no, like it's, I don't know when the golf course is going to open up here now. It could be hopefully early April, but it could also be freaking May. Well, I mean, if you go so to I mean, Leonard, they'll open right away. <laughs> the se- to second to the greens are cleared. 2020, I was golfing on March 9th. That's true. We have a video of it. Mm-hmm. But, and also one thing that I do enjoy in the simulators is like, especially when I go to, they have the camera of your club face at impact and it tells you like your club path and face. So I can see and I can, well, you we can actually that. see, yeah, but you can actually see and tell like, okay, this is what I did with my shot. I can tell why it went that way. Okay. And by, by that, seeing that enough times, you also start to feel mm-hmm. what that shot, yeah. like you can hit a shot, you can feel it and you know exactly what's coming up on the screen when it shows that video. But not always. Like I can be like, okay, well, it went right. So I'm like, it's either I hit it off my heel or my face was completely wide open. So it's, I don't know which one it always is, but it's just a nice little thing to see and tell. It's a nice little analysis to go on me. So, But then like once you analyze it so much, you're just like, well, now what? Like if you're just dominating on the simulator, then it's like, okay, now what do I do? Do you think it truly translates over? A little bit. Simulator success to real success? I think a little bit just because like your swing is getting like for me, I'm grinding on the simulators just because that's all I can do. Mm-hmm. So my swing will get better, but I still have to go like hitting off turf and hitting off grass is completely different. I'll have to hit out of bunkers, have to hit out of rough. So obviously it's not going to be completely, but I think it's still, I mean, you're still just hitting a ball that's standing there. I almost put this as a hot take, but I don't know if I truly believe it or not yet. So I didn't write it down, but mm. I think the simulator is bad for my game. I, I can I, get on board with that. I'm I'm actually very nervous to go out on a real course and try to play the same way I play on a simulator because I think the simulator has conditioned me mm-hmm. to play golf one way. Because you can hit one fat in the simulator and still a uh, seven iron fat, and you can still hit it at 180 mm-hmm. on the course. That's going probably 110 yards. Yep. Yeah. So also, I, you just you can't replicate the feeling of like. Flushing an iron. Yeah. Sticking one on the green on a par three and like seeing the ball flight, watching it land, and then being like, fuck yeah, I have a birdie putt coming up. But then you just you describe like all of the things you can do at the simulator, like see your club path, see how your impact your your club at impact and all that stuff. And I know Mm. that is good for my game to teach me the feel. So I I couldn't fully commit to that take, but I was leaning in that direction that it could potentially be bad for my game. I can that's for you. I mean I think I, I think like Training sessions in the simulator are better than tra- like range sessions outside. I can maybe get on board with that because you can see more analytics. Yep. Um, you can see like how far your ball is going. Sometimes on a range, you can't you can't really get that on a range. If you mm-hmm. don't know how far the flags are, you can't see. If there's no camera, whatever. Yep. You can maybe get on board with that, that your grind sessions in the sim are better than on the range, but not actual courses. You can't. I mean, the, these courses right here, they're they're just made by some sweaty guy in his basement. Yeah, those you, ones. You can't replicate Payne's Valley yeah. in person. Like no. You, you just can't. But am I going to go play Payne's Valley? Probably not in my life. Why not? Why not? It's public. It's like 400 bucks for a round. Doesn't matter. You'll never like forget. You'll never forget. Depends you on the time. Payne's Valley. If you and a group of buddies go to Missouri, where I'm sure you can, it's cheap, cheap to stay. We're discussing it right now. And you go play Payne's Valley, you'll never forget that trip. No. We are, me and uh, one of my buddies, Isaac, are trying to plan a trip right now for spring break. Beautiful. But That's what kids need to start doing these days. Instead of going to like PCB and Florida and shit, go on a fucking golf trip with your boys. Yeah. 
That's a good idea. Trying to. It's a little hard to plan. Why? Well, he, I don't know, he like wants to, but doesn't want to. And I'm like, well, I'm down. Like, just tell me when. Yeah. You just got to find a new friend group then. Yeah. yeah. There's guys out. that'll go. Remove. And everybody's like, well, I don't have the money to do it for. I'm like, dude, if we get a big group of us, dude. The, the living, like the rent or like the stay will be cheap as hell. Flights, whatever. Or we could just drive, drive there. down there too. Yeah. yeah. What do you got, Tyler? It's $165. Right now? To play Payne's Valley. Easy. There's two available tea like times tomorrow at 11. Work. Yeah, I'm going to drive down there today. <laughs> I don't work tomorrow, so. Okay. Jake, do you got one or are we good? No, dude, I'm not trying to get in an argument right now. <laughs> yeah, for two players to play tomorrow at 11, it's 350 bucks. Full, it's not full 18 in cart. It's not. That's not bad. Not at all. terrible. I would drop 165 bucks to play Payne's Valley in a second. I'd oh, drop, I would. I've dropped. Well, and we're in different. We're yeah. in different phases of life. But I'd drop three, four hundred bucks to play Payne's Valley. We get it. You're rich. No, I'm not rich. I just I like to <laughs> I like to budget my money towards experiences like mm-hmm. that versus like going out and and. I'm actually pretty shocked at that price. Yeah. I thought. For well, sure. I looked uh, the other day. Uh, Saturday night and it was like two something so I was like maybe it just depends on the day too Mm -hmm. in time okay that was exhausting (sighs) we're gonna get out of here we got shit to do this has been a great podcast though (laughs) a lot of great great debate a lot of great review of the new full swing doc Um, guys if you could do us a quick favor if you're still here send the link to the golf group chat get your buddies on board um we're doing the same shit you guys are doing. Oh, yeah. Cold cuts next week. Oh, yeah. Had yeah. to reschedule. Yep. Had to reschedule Joey Cold Cuts um, interview. So that'll be coming next week. Hope you guys enjoyed episode 125. We'll be back next week. Big time interview coming. Joey CC, Giuseppe. We'll have to figure out what he wants us to call him. Giuseppe um, D. I'm going to call him Mr. Cold Cuts. Mr. Joseph Giuseppe. Bangering Rufio is his uh, little line. Good to know. I love that. That's from the movie Hook. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. Love you guys. Love you. Episode one, Barry Bonds. Episode one, Barry Bonds could never be a pro golfer. He would have fucking dominated golf. Love you guys. So much steroids steroids he would have (laughs) done. Love you. Why aren't more golfers taking steroids? That's that's to come next (laughs) week. End the episode. That's to come next week. They pipe that the wrong way. I'll call the clubhouse. We'll book another 18 for tomorrow. Okay, they cheated on that. They fucked their balls. Yeah, no better time for the breakfast ball than now. <laughs>